1: Walking down the road on his way to Jairus' house, and a certain woman with an issue of blood heard that he was healing, doing good. She said with her mouth, If I can touch his clothes, I know I will. I know I shall be whole. She crowded through the crowd, ever so bold She touched him and she was made whole She laid hold on the word, she laid hold on the word And it worked for her, yes it worked for her She laid hold on the word Whole. The word turned about to see in the crowd who touched me, who touched me, he said. The woman now healed, trembling, fell before him, told him all the truth and what she did. He said to her, He called. faith made you whole, go in peace, don't worry anymore, go your way continually, behold. She laid hold on the Word, she laid hold on the Word, and it worked for her, Work for her. yes it worked for her. She laid hold. It worked for her. She laid hold on the word. She laid hold on the word. And it worked for her. She was made whole. Yes, it worked for her. She was made
0: whole. Hello, this is David Engels. You're listening to the Hour of Anointing. We're going to be sharing today around the Scripture and with a, the kind of a theme of laying hold on the Word of God. We actually uh, wrote the song after having heard and, and studied around and meditated on uh, the the woman that's read about and written about in uh, Mark 5 and beginning at verse 25. And actually, 24, it says, "...and Jesus went with him, much people followed him and thronged him." So that is, he went with the man that uh, Jairus by name... And when he saw him, he fell at his feet and besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter, life at the point of death, I pray thee, or I wish, Jesus, you'd come and lay your hands on her, that she may be healed, and that she shall live. And Jesus went with him. See, Jesus always goes with you to those places. And much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had and wasn't any better, but was growing worse, when she heard about Jesus, that healing was available from Jesus, she came in the press, she reached through, touched the garment of Jesus. She had been saying all along, if I can touch his clothes, even touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. And verse 29 says, and straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. She felt in her body she was healed of that plague. And then Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue or power had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and you're saying, who touched, who touched me? And he looked around about to see her that had done this thing. And the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Look here. <laughs> he didn't say look here, but I'm saying look here. Daughter, thy faith hath made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. We're going to share something in a minute. We feel that... Uh, Kind of parallels this and maybe a more modern, uh, up-to-date uh, testimony. But of course, this is forever good and great today, and this is a beautiful testimony. But I'm talking about an actual testimony we received in the mail by way of letter that came to our office uh, uh, some time back. And I'm just going to read this letter to you, and I'm going to kind of maybe change a few of the uh, names here so you won't recognize because it's it's from somebody and you know, from a certain group and so forth. And so I don't want to read any of those names, but. We, but But you'll be blessed as the testimony of this unfolds here. This letter came to our office, and and, uh, as we began to read this letter, tears began to stream down our cheeks, as you'll see the heart of the letter. Dear David, I do hope that you don't think I'm rude by writing to you like this, but our young people drew lots, and I ended up the one to write. We have a young people's group of 30, and lately a few of us have become bored completely with our group and want to leave because there's nothing in it for us. Our parents won't let us. We go to church every Sunday, and we go to the young people's meeting every week. Church is so boring, but we've been told that if we don't go, and if we leave the church, we won't go to heaven. I suppose we believe in God. I know there's more to God than what we've been told. We were in a bookshop buying a gift for a friend, and we heard your record. We liked the beat, so we all dug in our pockets, paying 40 cents each, and we bought it. It's the seed of Abraham. We've listened to it many times and we sing along with the songs on it at our young people's hall. But for goodness sakes, can you tell us what the words mean? We asked our minister and he listened to it and liked it also. He couldn't answer our questions. He said they weren't relevant. He said you just made nice music. But when we kept bugging him, he said to write to you. So see, this is from a teenager, one of, one of 30 at this point. These are our questions. Please, Please, please answer them for us. Why do most of us cry when we listen to a brand new man? Why does new creation or what does new creation born again and a brand new man mean anyway? Do you mean in it was me? That's one of the songs. Do you mean in it was me that we sent Jesus to the cross? And if you do, why? How do we hold the key to the kingdom? Faith is the victory and love is the key. What does that mean? What does Jesus as Lord mean? I know God rules over everything. Jesus is God's son. Um, You sing that you like to change the bondage and the strife, and it depends on what you say. How? What old account was settled long ago? See some of the words of the song they're relating to here. You mean in your talk or conversation that God can meet your financial needs, healing in the body, home life can be made good, What is the anointing that breaks the yoke? What is the yoke of? What is the seed of Abraham? How is Jesus the seed of Abraham and how is his seed in you? What do you live and move and have your being in? Now, of course, if you knew most of these songs, you'll know where all these questions are coming from. What do you live and move and have your being in? Are you talking about Jesus when you talk about Christ? If so, why don't we put more thoughts about him in our church? We worship God but we don't live and move and have our being in anything what do you mean when did jesus make wine from water did jesus really do miracles do we really hold a miracle in our hands and if we do how who prayed for you to cause you to be healed we looked up first peter 2:24 uh and our minister said it isn't true but we believe in the bible you praise god for jesus at the cross because he paid the cost what is the cost I hope you don't think we're being funny. We really want to know the answers to these questions. Our minister wants to know what a prophetic utterance is. It says on the back of your record that the men who said this are men of God. I believe in God and all that other stuff. We also want to know if your church is as boring as our church. If it's not, please tell us what church you go to. We want to find whatever is making you happy. We're sick and tired of playing church on Sunday like everyone else. We want to go where God is alive, or we don't want to go at all. My mother told me, if I want to go to to a different church, I can, but we have to go to church. Please help us. Otherwise, we're just going to get more rebellious than what we are. And we really love our parents, but we really hate church. And that's from a teenager. And we wrote a letter back very quickly, because I don't have time to share much about it now. And I told them Romans 10 verses 8, 9, and 10 and explained it very simply and said, I'll answer more questions later. Got a letter some days after that from them, And then the greeting on that letter said, praise Jesus, he's real. Maybe I can share that with you on another broadcast and share the entire letter that was written back. Because what happened is uh, they followed the instructions that I wrote in the letter in their youth hall. And they argued for two hours. It just couldn't be that simple. When one of them said, well, why don't we just try it and see if it works? Then they said, wow, what a difference. So we all got saved. We were running next door where our minister was next door. We told him, he asked Jesus into his heart, and he got saved. And it goes on and on. It's almost like the book of Acts written over and over again. Of course, you know that's what God wants this day and this hour. For us to be so full of the Holy Spirit, that is believers, to get so turned on and kindle the coals of fire. Let the fire blaze up by the Holy Spirit of God that we'll be a blessing to people. We'll reach out to them. Let them know about the goodness of Jesus and how that he's the Savior and that their life can be changed by receiving Him as the Lord and Savior of their life. My friend, if you're listening today, you're not saved, I'm going to pray this prayer. You can pray this prayer repeating the words out of your heart, from but say them out loud with your lips, at least whisper them or make some sound with your lips. Pray this prayer as I lead you and you'll be born again. Say this with me. I believe in my heart, Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that God raised up Jesus from the dead, for my benefit to justify me. From my heart and with my lips. I say Lord Jesus. Come into my heart. And make me a new creature. I receive that right now. Because I have. Father God. I do call you father. I thank you that I am now. Born again. Amen. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to the Hour of Anointing. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment and let me know. One way is through a quick email. Click on Contact Us when you visit our website, diministries.org. While there, you can check out the various ministry products that I talk about each day. Here's my announcer to tell you more. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at the same time for the Arab Anointing with David Ingalls.